Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. Uh, week 12 just happened. We have done it. Thanksgiving's finished. Black Friday sales. I hope everyone got some got some sales. You know, got some nice stuff. And we're here to talk about NFL. Same as normal. I'm here with Shamil. Shamil is still away. Still not going to come back. Don't know why we keep mentioning it because I don't think he's ever going to come back at this why point. Why we mention it? You mention it. Wow. You have to mention it. He, he still wants to be known as part of the huddle. Even though yeah. at this point he's not, he he's got so many recordings that he has to edit when he comes back. Is all I'm saying. Hell yeah. Um, but then he'll he'll say I wasn't part of it. Why should I edit? No, but that no. that's not the part of it. The, the part that's of not it, the, the that's not the camaraderie. That's not the camaraderie that I like to hear. And yes, we edit our own podcast. We're we're that committed, from planning stage to recording stage <laughs> to editing stage. The posting stage, uh, so analytics even, but uh, we you get it all with the unqualified huddle. Guys. We we do it all, we do it all. We are uh, what what's the phrase? Multidiscipline. Uh, oh, multi. Oh, I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, we're just really skilled people here. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll leave it at that. We're we're really skilled people. Uh, <laughs> you know, who's not really skilled? It seems is Frank Wright because he's lost his job. Um, it's not a great way to start the podcast, but th- there we are. This is where we're at. He he got fired after the game on Sunday. Uh, it might have been Monday that they fired him, but there we go. He's gone. New and head coaching positions available come this summer. Um, from what from what the reports were, the team weren't told. They would they found out on Twitter or X or they on, social, out on media, social media. A lot of players apparently found out that that way. Which, not, not ideal. You look at the ownership, and it's a problem. David Tepper. Um, he had minority ownership in the Steelers before, if I'm not, or before he became the Panthers owner. Um, and now with the Panthers, is paying Frank Reich and Matt Rule, I believe. Yeah. At this moment. Well, Frank Reich got a four-year contract when he signed this this start of the season, and then. Matt Rule obviously got a seven-year contract. I think it was in 2020 when he signed for them. So then that's that's going to run him through till 2027. Frank Wright's contract's going through to 2026. It's like, so you're paying two head coaches already, and then come this off-season, you're going to have to find another one to pay. It's just outrageous, the amount of money that gets thrown around. I, I, I think there should be some sort of cap on head coaching. Like, I don't feel like you should be able to, like, fire a coach and then have his contract up in the air. I feel like they've got, they've got to be something to do with this. Well, because... they're paying the coaches, all the coaches, not just the head coach. You think about do you Staley being fired? You look at Josh McCown being fired. Um, they'll have their contracts paid out. It's not as long or as lucrative. Uh, it's hard to find I know, a job but if it, you're an assistant coach. But... It's, just, it's, just that, it's just for me, it's frustrating from a perspective of if it was players this still gets accounted for. You can't just cut a player mid-season and not, not have it affect you because you still have to pay his salary. Yeah. There's, still, there's still financial incentives. Well, they, they do have to pay their salary. Because would you put, would you put uh, coaches uh, as, a, as part of the cap? A combined cap? Or would you think that could cause an issue between I'd, players I'd, versus I'd, coach I'd, I don't know about if I'd have it like as a combined cap. Or do you think like that, that maybe if you fire a coach, you've got to lose a draft pick? Maybe. I feel like there should be there should be something to do with, especially mid mid season. I feel like I know it's the team's prerogative, and the teams are probably never going to agree a rule like this. No, but I I just feel like 
you you shouldn't fire a guy halfway in a season. I feel like there should, and I I feel like the contracts they obviously I feel instead of paying them all the way through, maybe instead of that they put in they put in clauses so that they don't have to guarantee the contracts all the way through. No, coaches so will never agree to that, and that puts that, the coaches in a bad spot. It makes them more fireable. Well, it, but, it, it means that they're, they're more accountable, though, as well. But if ownership made the decision on Bryce Young over CJ uh, Stroud is what most people are saying, then well, Frank, how can you blame the coaches? My issue, my issue with the firing, more than anything, is Frank Wright's been put in a horrible situation, not just for the, you know, hiring of um, let's, the, picking up Bryce Young instead of CJ Stroud. Which if he didn't say, want it. If, if he, he didn't, didn't want it. Yeah. Like you said, that's ownership, whatever. Like, well, there's talks on that. But my, my main issue is you look at the, the building of the roster, let alone anything else. The, Carolina's roster is horrible. It's one of Offensively, it's, yeah. It's what, even defensively, I'm not a massive fan of it. They've got a couple of players, Brian Burns, um, Shaq Thompson. But outside of those guys, there's no one uh, on the roster yeah. that stands out to me. And they've made some poor trades as well during the Scott Fitter era. And rumours are he's, he's probably going to lose his job too. Uh, the GM who came in from the Seahawks, highly touted um, at one point. He's gonna like he's made some poor decisions. I think they traded for the Lavisca Chanel, CJ Henderson yeah. deals from Jags, if I'm not mistaken. They did. And, and I, th- at that point, I was like, why are they picking these players up? But then this is my problem. Like Frank Wright's not really had a lot of time to build a roster. He's not really had a lot of resources to do it with. They've because especially they've traded away their their picks to get Bryce Young. Obviously, they traded up for the first overall pick. So they've traded away picks for the future to get Bryce Young. And Have it's they like... maximised Bryce Young? No. no. Are they developing my, uh, Bryce Young right no. now? No. I don't think so. We no. were hyping on about this uh, coaching staff at the start of the year. Especially I and uh, me. Uh, that, you know, they've got <laughs> you, one of the best offensive coaches staff to develop. Right yeah. uh, what an egg on my face. Um, <laughs> the quarterback looks like the worst quarterback in the that, league. Worst that's why... in the league. That's why we are the unqualified huddle. Not yeah, the and we, you can you can put an underline on that. Um, but I, it's probably the worst job in the off season to take out of all the jobs that could be available. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I, can nah, I throw? Nah, I don't know if it's the worst one. I know that there's one that's potentially worse. Well, can I can I throw some? We don't want to fire it, but we want to play this game. If you're the owner, Simon, yeah. I want to know if you're the owner. What would you do with the set these these with uh, certain teams? Okay. With certain teams. Okay. New England Patriots. Yeah, I'd fire Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yeah, I'd fire Belichick. Got one year left. I'd fire Belichick. I'd, fi- I'd fire it. Uh, like since Tom Brady's left, what has he done in that building? They, they got before Tom Brady. Even before Tom Brady. The, would the you not say give him a no. Drake May Caleb Williams? No. No, because like they're going to be in a good position to get a player like that, but are they going to be able to maximise their talents with what they've got around them on the roster? No. Is Belichick the guy that I believe will be able to build a new roster, you know, and and build a team that could compete? No, I feel he, I feel he's, he's done. I feel he's cooked. Probably a harsh take. You might be very unpopular in New England. I don't care. Uh, it's a legacy though it's a legacy thing alright Tampa Bay firing Todd Bowles or keeping Todd Bowles I'd keep Todd Bowles you're keeping it Todd Bowles might be unpopular mm. but I'd keep Todd Bowles I feel yeah, 
think it's a coaching problem this year. I think it's a talent problem. I, I feel, you know, they're getting the most out of Baker Mayfield they can. But at the end of the day, he's Baker Mayfield still. They probably need to upgrade that position. But, I mean, the defence hasn't been as good as it has been previously. There's issues around that. However, I feel you need to give Todd Bowles at least another year to try and build on it. I don't right. feel like I don't feel like it's a dev, like a horrible job at the minute. Yeah. Okay. And then what about Robert Sala? Firing Robert Sala as a Jets head coach, or keeping Robert Sala as a Jets head? coach? I struggle with this one. I I feel again you keep him. Um, I'm not. What, what has he deserved? What has he done organizationally to keep his job? And don't say his defense is playing well because you can keep the DC if you want and keep the scheme going. Yeah, for sure. Like. I I would keep him just because I I like him as a, a player's coach. He seems okay as that side of things. And I'd give him a year with Aaron Rodgers. Right now, would... the player's probably going off him because he's not doing anything on the offensive side. He's not. If you're a defensive player right now, you're looking at Robert Salah and thinking, where is your accountability? But that that for me is on both Salah and um and Douglas. Like I feel, then I feel like clean house. No, not for this year. I feel like Is it because I, you've gone down the Aaron Rodgers route yeah. and hired his friends and family? Yeah. Basically. So you've got you've uh, got one one more year of Rodgers left under contract if he comes back and plays. I would let them play it out with Rodgers. Okay. Well, I would make a different decision. Uh cool. I know where you want to go with this, so just come on, say it. Well, I know no no. I know that Saints are firing their head coach. <laughs> I know the Chargers are firing their head coach. I know the commanders are firing the head coach. Uh, yes, I believe all three teams will be firing their head coach. Would the no, Saints fire Dennis no. Allen if they make the playoffs? Um, winning their division? No. I don't think they will. I think they'll fire Pete Carmichael. Um, even though he seems to have he seems to have a lot of sway in the building for whatever reason. But I feel the fans won't get behind them if they don't make a move at offensive and, coordinator. And if they fire him, do you reckon Joe Lombardi comes back as a OC <laughs> in New Orleans? Because no, I'm just going to say it. The Joe Lombardi offense in the LA Chargers looks better than the Kellen Moore offense for the LA Chargers. Looks better than the and offense. I said that in the offseason. I don't know about the Kellen Moore hire. You were higher on the Kellen Moore hire. I was higher on the Kellen Moore hire. But yeah, it's not been it's not been great. I actually think if we do make the move, yeah, and we get rid of um, as we get rid of uh, what's his name, Pete Carmichael. The the player that we get to replace him would actually be Ronald Curry. Is your quarterback coach? Is our pass coordinator and quarterback coach? See, I think he needs firing as well. So do but, I. But the Saints I, aren't going to the Saints are going to hire your, anyone outside the house. I could look at your face while we record this. And I could see you typing in who is the Saints QB. No, I, I I just have to I just have to remember his name. But like okay. the, the talk of the town, like during the during the bye week that the Saints had, was they wanted to fire like all the all the staff, not staff, sorry, all the fans wanted to get rid of Carmichael and then pass the reins over to Curry for the rest of the season and see and how know, they do, basically. And I know you're a big Dennis Allen guy, so it must hurt, right? If you're having to make this decision, if you're the if you're if your name's Gail Benson at this moment in time, well, I, I this this is a problem though. I don't feel that Dennis Allen is going to be at risk, and I feel like he should be. But I I just the problem with the Saints is we had so much consistency 
at uh, head coach and defensive coordinator. But we had so much consistency with Sean Payton for such a long time that trying to move on from that, it's kind of like the Belichick-Tom Brady situation. He had so much consistency at quarterback for such a long time. Then when he's tried to move on to that, it's not been successful. But he's not willing to pull the trigger quicker and move on. I know he's got like, you know, other people in like Bailey Sappy and, and other guys for a game or two. But he keeps going back to Matt Jones as the guy. Like they keep using Matt Jones. It's the same with the Saints in this coordinator situation. Like they're so uncomfortable to move on quickly because they had so much consistency. Where I feel like we've seen the play, the offensive style that Carmichael brings, and it's not good. Like it doesn't look good. It's it, there's no adjustments being made. The, the play calling's really pedestrian. It's really bad. That it's just not exciting. Part of that's the players maybe that he's got to his to use, but it's just it's just not effective in the modern NFL. So it's like oh. we need to move on and find. But if you, some if you get in the modern NFL, why did you bring the Derek Carr in as a court QB? That's going to be another discussion though. Well, it depends if they make a GM change as well because now all of a sudden no one's a, no one is attached to your head coach. I don't see it. Uh, but, sorry, but if we talk about desirable jobs, if Dennis Allen is fired and we need to find a new head coach for the Saints, it's the least desirable job in the NFL. Due to the cap reasons, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 71 million over the cap for next year. And that's all thanks to Sean Payton, are we saying? Or as well as Loomis? It's it, Yeah, Payton and Loomis. Uh, but more Loomis at this point than Payton. Yeah, because it's continued it. So, I mean, now I'm going to give you a couple of intriguing ones because we know that okay. some of them, like the Rams, uh, sorry, not Rams, I should say the Chargers. And the Bears probably make a decision there as well to fire, I would say. I don't know, though. I feel it. I feel with the Bears, it depends how the end of the season goes but They're out. four and eight. What is, how long do you give the head coach who's been there, if what, they, three years if, now, two years? Yeah, two if years. They, if, I could see it, though. If they win, like, two or three more games... They'll be like, now nah, we can build on this. Like we can, we can build, and I feel like that will save the job. And then what? Change quarterback. I don't know. Is they gonna have the Carolina Panthers as first overall pick at this rate? Yeah, but I, I don't know if you. Change You're the owner. What are you doing right now? Are you firing Matt Eberflus or keeping Matt Eberflus? Um. You've been putting position if, power. If, if I'm the owner and I'm doing it, I fire Matt Eberflus. Like if I'm Smart the guy. Man. If I'm Smart the guy man. in charge, I'm firing Matty Bifus and I am getting in someone because that is an attractive job, right? Yeah. If if someone said to you the Chicago Bears like head coaching job is available, that's an attractive job because not only do you have good picks in this upcoming draft, I think your cap situation's pretty good. And not only that, you've got some absolute players on your roster who when like when used effectively will be good. Like, DJ Moore is such an underrated wide receiver for me. It's also think... that division that makes it attractive. Because, yeah. and the, it being the NFC, sure, you've got the Lions. But you think, okay, if I get that quarterback position right, I could have that best quarterback in that division. But, but even, I feel... And before... yes, I'm saying with that first overall pick, I would draft you, a quarterback. You draft a quarterback, yeah. yeah. I don't know, though. I, I'm not fully out on fields. Like, I know a lot of people are. I know a lot of people that like him. You're in that camp. I'm the reason I say that this is the decision, this is the year to make the decision on the QB. Absolutely, you're not going to have another chance at picking first, hopefully. So, then uh, the only thing I would do is maybe I'd float, float fields out for a trade and see if anyone's willing to 
take a chance on him and give me give me a nice pick for him. If that happens, like if I can get anything around even like a second round pick for him, then yeah, I'll pull the trigger, trade trade fields, and then get in a new quarterback this draft. But I right. I, I don't want to undervalue it. Yeah, so now on. two more yep. ones I want to really run through with you. Yep. You're the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> And you've Zach got Taylor. Zach Taylor, who's won four games in total without Joe Burrow in his career. It's four and 20-something. Really bad. Mm-hmm. Do you fire him? No. Because what have you done to address the situation? Yeah, I hear that. I hear what what have they done to have like a, a good backup in place? Like, cause what, this yeah, is, what have they done? This is like the real like matter, right? When, they, when Burrow goes down, the whole offense falls apart. Because they don't have a competent backup in place to sort of take over, and we've seen that all year from them. When Burrow's not, when Burrow is healthy and in, their their offense can be electric, but when Burrow is hurt, they're they're not good. They do ride or die on Burrow, so that is an issue, and that would need addressing. But I think your GM can sort of try and address that, try and get a better backup. But they've in. been trying. They've tried also, to address the O line with the same staff. The same GM. They're not going to fire the GM there. I, I, I feel that you fire, you get new staff in, and I feel potentially you, well, I mean, they've got to make some hard choices this offseason because they've got um, T. Higgins, whose contract is up, and he's probably going to sign elsewhere. So then they need to make some like adjustments this, this offseason. But I feel like I've seen enough from Zach Taylor to at least give him another year. I feel like but another year to injure Joe Burrow isn't what I want. <laughs> Maybe what I do if I'm them, I fire Zach Taylor and promote <laughs> Luana Rumo from DC to head coach. That's just me thinking like different things, and I'm being excellent. I... Devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Zach I, Taylor. But... I don't, I don't like the move personally. I, I feel like if you get rid of Zach Taylor, then. I don't know. For me, I don't know if Luan Marino is the guy to take over there. I don't feel like that's what they need, because they need. I, I feel they need a head coach that's that's a, like my 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 favorite head coaches in the NFL aren't guys that do specifically offenses or defensive like guys. They're sort of guys that do it all, and I feel like you get a lot of them that that are better in the NFL. Like, but I like how Lou is uh, just is how he comes across. I think it could be that leadership role. Potentially. He can promote within, from within for that DC, one of his staff. Offensive side, he just needs to get right. He's been around the league quite a bit. I'd hope. I, I think that would be the most attractive job if it becomes available in the entire league. I still think the Bears is more attractive. No. Not when you get a chance to work with Joe Burrow. No, nah, I still think the Bears. Because I still you like fix the... that O-line in Cincinnati, you're good. But then they, they lose out on... They lose T. Higgins, so their receiving core... So they have one. They have one skill position player. What about if you just resign T Higgins then? They can't afford him. They, there's always ways to move caps. <laughs> so you know this. <laughs> yeah, but then you get in a situation like the Saints. That's not. I, a I'd rather. I'd rather go to team with their quarterback like Joe Burrow. I don't personally. know. I, for me, I would personally take the Bears' job, and I feel like the division. Well, and then you can well, carry on losing for another ten years. Well, no, years. I, I feel like the division is more desirable. I don't want to be a head coach, like a first-year head coach in the AFC North. Are you I crazy? Do, I've, got my, I've got the best quarterback. Are you crazy? He's second best quarterback. 
But are you Who's crazy? Who's the best fullback in that division? Oh, we both know, and you're not going to like my answer. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. No, I, I'm right now taking Joe Burrow. I'm not. Burrow's achieved more than Lamar has, other than the MVP. In his yeah, I was going to say, one of them's got an MVP, the other one doesn't. One of them's a choke artist in the playoffs, and the other one isn't. <laughs> one of them's got an MVP, the other one hasn't. That's what I'm saying. One of them's won the division loads more. Anyway, uh, by the by, in fact, like, I don't know who's won more division titles. It's kind of crazy. One of them, one anyway. of them choked, choked in the Super Bowl. The other one didn't. One, one of them's did. not got to the Super Bowl. It's not even got to the <laughs> AFC Championship game. All right, move on. Who's the next one? Who's the last uh, one? Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. That is a, an interesting one. Actually, that is that is actually quite an interesting case because there is something to be said that the Bills have been underwhelming the last couple of years. And how much of that is stag- like just stagnation from the head coaching position, like just coaching staff in general? Because obviously they fired the DC, didn't they, this year? And Sean McDermott took over play calling Yeah, they fired Leslie Frazier at the end of last year, essentially, and said, you know what? Sean McDermott probably fell out with him and said, you know what? You're gonna, I'm going to call the defence now. And they've been massively worse. They've not Way been Way worse. Their defence haven't been good. Like, the Bills just haven't been good. Like, they're still... We, I feel like they get ranked way above what they actually like what they should be. But I thought Leslie Frazier brought them a great balance on defense. Yeah. He's a bit expert. I think uh, Sean McDermott completely disrespected him. Uh, I, th- I think they're now too. Career, but... I feel like now they're too blitz heavy. Like I feel yeah. like it's in a lot of pressure. And they they can't hold up. They don't have the man corners to do that. But that's, um, I think that's he wanted to move about. more from that zone scheme. But we're here, we're here talking about McDermott. I would. What are you doing? I, I know what will happen, but if it's me and I had the chance, I'd get rid. I think that is what's happening. By the way, I okay. do think that's what happens, and I agree with you. I think he's fell out with. I I think he's fell out with too many staff members there. I don't I, think him and Brian Dable get along anymore. But then Brian Dable's a different. Brian story. Dable's not there. No, but he was the OC there. And um, post game, they weren't even in speaking terms by the look. And then, and then since Dable's gone, actually their offense hasn't looked as good. No, but maybe Dable's a better OC as well, and not a head coach. So my my issue as well is I feel when you've got a quarterback like Josh Allen, and he's got the ability of Josh Allen, who is a guy who could be ranked as the number one quarterback if there wasn't like Patrick Mahomes in the league. Um, I actually feel like you're not getting enough out of him, and. I feel like that's across that's across like their offense as well, and I feel like McDermott has to take some responsibility on that because you know we talk about it all the time. We don't like the scheme of what they play yeah. because they play this hero pass ball. heavy. They play hero ball. Yeah, just throw the ball all the time, and they don't, they never commit to running the ball. Like we've seen what Singletree can do. He's gone to Houston and Singletree looks like a top 10 back. In the How league. about Zach Moss? We've seen what he can do. Yeah. He was a backup to Singletree. He was a he backup there. Yeah. And like even, even Cook, James Cook in spurts has looked really good. But when then, he's got, basically when he's been given the ball. But then they don't use him enough. And it's kind of like, you can see that balance is there and that, that comes down to the head coach's philosophy, I feel. Yeah. Of like, he's not enforcing the fact Maybe this is the philosophy he wants to play with, though, of like playing this hero ball, like you say, put it on Josh Allen's shoulders. But is that conducive to no. like them winning games? I don't think so, because they're they're not winning games. They're like this season they've not they've not done well. 
So, and yeah. then, final I, scenario. Okay. Well, I've but... added another scenario. If you're the Tennessee Titans, and you've hired, you've you've made the decision, like you said, to fire Bill Belichick. Yeah. And the Patriots come calling and said, "Can we trade for Mike Vrabel? You finished bottom in your division. Why would you want to keep him? What are you saying?" Um, I would want compensation around the maybe not Sean Payton level, but I would want some compensation. No, I, I want I want full Sean Payton level compensation. If I you want a first round pick, yeah. I think should... right now, right no, now, no. Mike Rabel's impact will be so large for the Patriots. No. I'd be like, give me your future first you... round pick, not this year. <laughs> you cannot put Vrabel and Sean Payton on the same level for head coaching. Like you cannot put them as the one's same younger. level. One's younger. One's actually maximised his talent of that roster. One's got a Super Bowl. One hasn't. One, one's, one, one's one as a, no, no. Mike Vrabel's got Super Bowls. He knows what not, it's like. Not as a coach. As a player. One, one. But you're actually, a... are you actually entertaining it? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not. I'm, I'm actually showing it down, saying, you know what, Mike Vrabel, no, we're not letting you go anywhere. We find a GM for you. Uh, we're building this thing around you because you've done really well all these years. We need someone to go toe to toe with the Jags and the Texans in the South with their quarterbacks. Mike, you're staying. That's what no, I'm doing. No, I'm, I'm fully... And we'll give you backing, what you want. I'm fully backing away. And the reason why is I don't like Belichick disciples as head coaches. And I, I believe that with every Belichick disciple that is coming to the league, I like Vrabel, and I, and I did like him at first. I liked him for longer than I've liked the others. How can you hate Mike Vrabel? To, that talent, that roster, that talent level on that roster is so poor it wasn't his decision to say you know bye bye AJ Brown well no but at the end of the day he he didn't have a chance to say what we're going to do with the pick and they they pick up training Burks like I know that's GM as well to me it's not his pick I don't think he's drafted training Burks that's a GM if the GM's trading away AJ Brown the GM's then picking the receiver without but then we talk about coaching up and we talk about all of that but I just don't, I just don't see it. And like I, before, yeah, he maximizes talents, fair enough. But I want more from a head coach now. Like I want, I want more because it's not just about maximizing the talent around you now. You can't just say, yeah, I'm gonna elevate this roster around. It's maximize the wins. I don't think but, that any other coach would have gotten more wins during the last five I, I years. I think so because his whole game plan for the last five years, has been handed off to my 250-pound like, ball of a running back and just let him work over teams, which has been effective because no one can stop Derek Henry. That's that's the story of the day. No one stops Derek Henry. Not, that's not, you know, coaching up start, like coaching up particularly for me. That's no, just think... reliant. You, you've got the, you had the best running back for that style of play, which is just run people over. They just maximise using him. No, no, no. I think Mike Rabel, in the last five years, six years, would have been coach of the year candidate every year. Nope, nope, nope. And, like, I just feel like the he just hasn't done enough for me to warrant not trading him. Because I feel like if you can get a trade for him, and like they give you... Say they give you Sean Payton level, which is a first-rounder. Say they offered you a first-rounder for him. You're biting the hand off and you're taking it. 
Because you, if it was this, if it was this year's first rounder, yeah, because it's top five pick. I also, I don't think I would because I even want to build around the head coach. Why no. trade head coach? Who's good? No, I. The, what the, signal the, does it show to my fan base? You know what? I'm just settling. It's not settling. It's it's trading him for a first rounder, which is a big, it's a big like gain, and then it's going out and finding someone else who you think could be better. For me, and it's that, like this: if the Steelers traded away Mike Tomlin. The same thing. Why would you ever do it? I, yeah, but... Unless if the head coach doesn't want to be there, that's the only reason. If it's a good head coach, why would I trade? No, I, I disagree. I then feel why like... aren't the Saints offering a trade package for Andy Reid? They might, but they're not going to entertain that. Exactly. That's why there's time but that's to what, entertain But that's why... Yeah, but Andy, Andy Reid's a totally different head coach to Mike Rabel. You tell me right now which head coach you're going to take. Rabel yeah, but I, I think if if you've got your head coach, you don't let him go. But it also, if you're the Patriots, no, this, this is on the other side. If you're the Patriots, if you're letting Bill Belichick go, you're not getting another Bill Belichick disciple. I, no. I don't, I wouldn't. No. Um, but I think they should keep Bill Bill Belichick. They they can't no. fire the guy. I think they, they I think can't. I think they move on. I feel I feel like it's not a firing as such. I think he retires. Because if he's not in New England, he's not going anywhere else, is Well, he? now we've come full circle, because Frank Wright could have... Well, I think he entertained the fact that it was his last job in the NFL and that he might retire now. He's turning to 62 or he's 62. Well, let's let's move on away uh, to our unqualified players of this week. We've not talked a lot about the matchups, but that's fine. I'll go first. Mine's going to be Dak Prescott, who is the Cowboys' quarterback. He... Threw a lot of touchdowns, threw a lot of yards. I don't know the stats off the top of my head because I've not got it off anymore. But, yeah, he, he played really well. I think that Prescott has been underrated this season. I know he's, people have rated him higher because he's a Cowboys quarterback, but I feel like he gets a lot of flack as well, whereas I feel like he's played really well. Yeah. Another entrance for Simon Stock, Polly, there. Um, and I think uh, I I think it's more with Dak's history. They just never quite trust him. We've already, we've already gone through the hype stage with more these other years. And this is the year that we weren't hyping him. Um, I'm going to go with Kyron Williams, the LA Rams back. He looks like a proper back for them finally after Todd Gurley is. Uh, over 200 yards from scrimmage on his return from injury. He had two rushing touchdowns as well against um, Arizona Cardinals. And to me, he looks like one of the better young backs in the league. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he works in that offense. So I feel, you know, he he is something for them to build around. They don't... For me, they're a team that don't have a lot of major young talent. Obviously, they've got Nakua, they've got now Williams. Outside of that, I'm a little bit disappointed. Byron Young, they've had a good draft uh, class. They had a very good draft class. But Kyron Williams is certainly a running back that will look good in their offense going forward. But on on that and my dog whining, on <laughs> that bombshell, we'll leave it there for today. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back later on in the week to do our picks for week 13. Until that time, though, see ya.